Welcome back to another episode of Chosen, the bonus episode for this week. This is the podcast where we watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. I am the watcher of this show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my Slayer through her first ever viewing. My name is Mel B, and I am joined by my shooken and shooketh Slayer, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Mel. I'm not sure what you're trying to do to me with these episodes. You think I wrote them or something? Uh, you did something. I don't believe that you were totally innocent in the whole thing. When I was, what, this is 2000, so when I was six years old, I was influencing Buffy. Yep. Totally. I think so. I don't know why Vince McMahon isn't listening to me about WWE. Like, I I practically wrote Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Yeah, Vince should listen to you. You've got good ideas. Yeah. Give give Mel B a push. I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> are you feeling out of your mind after this? Um, yeah, pretty much. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> um, yeah, so do you want to start talking about this episode or are you still trying to process? Well, we gotta talk about it, so might as well do it now. (laughs) Um, The recaps went over uh, stuff that's been going on with Riley and Don, because of course we have to remind everybody that Don exists. Um, Someone had the cutest outfits, and I think I'm talking about Buffy, because she really does. (laughs) Um, She does have some pretty darn cute outfits. Yeah, she's chilling on top of a uh, mausoleum in the cemetery. And she dusts a vampire while it's still in the ground, which is pretty good. Yeah, she's uh, proactive in her approach. Yeah, um, is there a certain time frame for a vampire to be reborn after they die? So do you mean, like, as in they all get reborn at 4am, or... Is there a period from when they're bitten to when they rise again? Yeah, like, is it 12 hours? Is it 16? Um, is it something... I, I don't think there is a specific time, but it is, like, the night. Once that okay. they have to... Yeah, they have to be in the ground or some or something. No, they don't have to be in the ground, but, you know, there's some... It has to be night. Gotcha. But, yeah, these all ones right. are all rising around the same time. Okay. Makes sense. Um... So, as she's running around dusting different vampires, Riley's there. Yeah. And Riley's she's, like, oh, I thought you were in the other, in the North Cemetery or something. Yeah. North Sector, I think is what he said. Mm. It's like, this isn't your post. Go away. <laughs> and then, as she's trying to find another vampire, then Spike shows up. Yeah, much to her annoyance. She's like, wow, can I just do my job? <laughs> she's like, why do I even bother to show up if these two are going to be out here doing things? <laughs> so um, he says that he's. Uh, she asks what Spike is doing there, and he's basically like, "I like to do some violence before I wind down for the day." A, sp- a spot of violence before bedtime. Very British. <laughs> um, and then he gets hit in the face, so his nose starts bleeding. So she just pushes him out of the way to dust the guy. So that's fine. Yeah. And he licks his own nose blood. Oh well, yeah. Um. The way she looks at him, it's like she, he's 
her annoying kid brother, which makes <laughs> the end of this episode even weirder. Uh, um, I love, I love the part where Riley starts telling Spike off about how they don't need him around, and Buffy's just staring at Riley like, "I don't need anyone." Yeah, and Spike's job. like, "Ooh, that's a that's a look I don't want to get." Mm. Yeah, and so. Um, Spike and Riley start, like, snipping at each other, and someone says something about knitting. Um, so, that, yeah, yeah, Spike had said, well, what am I meant to do, sit in my crypt with knitting needles? And then after he sees the look Buffy gives Riley, he's like, I've got some knitting needles you can borrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, well, knitting is good enough for Hagrid, it should be good enough for Spike and Riley. Yeah, nothing wrong, very with, manly. Some, uh, nothing wrong with a spot of knitting. Yep. Um, something about teeny-weeny vampires would be something. I think Buffy says something about teeny-weeny vampires or something. I don't oh, know. Okay, I don't have a line there. <laughs> um, so, uh, she goes off at Spike about how he's pathetic, uh, you know, licking his own nose blood. Yeah. And... He's uh, a vampire. Th- That's what he does. Well... He can't get blood, human blood from anything else, and he's technically human-ish, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, so Riley and Buffy start walking away, and they're talking about how he needs to back off because she's got this covered. And yep. he goes, so what are we supposed to do? And she goes, we could... You know, do some stuff, but she goes, unless you want to go back and kill Spike for the fun of it. And he, he, uh, he thinks about it for a minute. Poor Spike. Yeah, then they, then they walk away anyway. And Spike um, has a little monologue. Oh, yeah, he talks about how he's going to, you know, kill her when he has yeah. the stupid chip out of his head. I, and then falls I quoted, face first. I quoted it for you. It's, okay. I will know your blood slayer. I will make your neck my chalice, and I will drink deep. And then he goes then, whoosh with his cloak, with his coat, and goes to walk away, and he... Falls face first into an open grave. Such a big bad spike. Such a oh, yeah. big bad. Um, is there a certain way to determine who comes in the credits in what order? Well, Sarah Michelle Gellar starts as Buffy, being the right. starring role. And just wondering why the actress that plays Dawn is before Spike. Uh, I, don't, I, I mean, it, it doesn't don't matter. I, yeah, so I know the original order was like um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Nicholas Brendan, uh, Alison Hannigan, Charisma Carpenter, and then Anthony Head. So it was Buffy, Xander, Willow, Cordy, Giles... But I don't think there's actually really that much, because it's Buffy and the two main Scoobies starring, and then mm-hmm. Giles at the end is like the end. We've got this guy who actually has credits to his name. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I understand that. Um, so we have Willow and Buffy walking on campus discussing history. History. Yes, that's uh, what. We're talking about last episode where I said she was studying history for university. Uh Uh-huh. I want to know what her actual degree is. Last year she was doing psychology. Now she's doing history. What's her actual degree? Well, you can take psychology without it being your major. 
Because I know, you're in history without it being your major. I know. So I want to know what an actual degree is. Liberal arts. How about that? Of course it is. She would totally just do arts. Anyway. So yeah. Judgment. So Judgment. <laughs> oh, sad. So they're debating whether or not this one guy actually killed himself or was killed by vampires. It would be interesting to look at history through the vampires are real lens. Mm-hmm. I think, at least. Because it would maybe make sense of some things. Like, Roanoke Island, that people just disappeared off the face of the earth in the U.S., maybe they were just all turned into vampires. Or just eaten by vampires. <laughs> that too. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Willow's uber impressed by Buffy. Yeah, she goes, I've been waiting my entire, our entire friendship to debate uh, stuff with you. Yep. She's so but, excited to be, like, literary with Buffy. Yeah, but she starts talking about other things, and Buffy's like, I got nothing for you. She's like, I know these things, and these are the things I could talk about. I sympathize, yeah, and, Buffy. And apparently working hard is hard work. Who knew? Yep. Can vouch. <laughs> so she's like, well, I gotta go train with Giles later, so you want to come with? It'll be fun. Hmm. And they are basically the bestest best friends ever. Yeah, they're pretty cute. Especially since they, like, did that huge reconciliation last season. Uh-huh. So, we have Xander and Giles in the magic shop. Um, Xander's really good at what he does, surprisingly, with the he's, carpentry he's and carpenter. everything. He's a carpenter, yeah, he's a good carpenter. That's why he got that promotion. Exactly. Um... Apparently, Giles put something next to something else that he shouldn't have on the shelf, and Anya will not have it. She is so unimpressed. She's like, do you want us all to explode? I mean, maybe. Um, So, uh, Willow and Buffy come in, and Tara's there. Yeah, she's helping. Yes, she is. Hey, you. I always love that. When When people do that to other people. It's cute. Very cute. Um, Willow needs to get over her snobbery, snobbery of amphibian eyes, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New ties are far too expensive. Salamander eyes work just as well. Well, the newt name still means something. Yep. We should all know that. <laughs> um, Tara and Willow are super cute. Um, Tara's like, I would like for, you know, Giles to have somebody in here to do, like, fortunes and stuff. And she goes, well, you could do it. And Tara's like, "Mm, not really. I want somebody that's professional. She goes, well, you are professional. You've taught me stuff. Yeah. Um, But Tara wants someone she can learn from. Yeah. So she goes to... Willow's like, well, read my palm. And she just takes it and is um, touching it. And she goes, what do you see? She goes, Willow hand. (laughs) No. Yeah, so Giles is like, Buffy, you ready to train? Um, we're gonna go in the back. And they made a whole room for her to train. I know, it's giant. I'm guessing that was the old stock room. I don't know where they're gonna keep their stock now, but Buffy yeah. has a space to train. Yeah, well, they'll figure out something, I'm sure. Um, it was a pretty cool place. Not sure why Riley tackled her as soon as she got in there, but, you know, it is what it is. Funsies. 
Uh, sure, for funsies. Um, so apparently Xander made the dummy. Yep. The dummy guy. Yep, it's filled with straw and Buffy can bait it up. Yeah, without there being a huge issue to go about. Um, so, after we have, uh, you know, Buffy feeling really great about them making this space for her, <sighs> we go to Spike, who is watching a soap opera, which <laughs> he's really talking into, to it. Yeah, well, he's yeah. talking to it, and he's like, you fool, he doesn't love you. <laughs> well, if anybody would know anything about love, it would be Spike. <laughs> Um, so there's a knock on the door, and Harmony's there, because of course we had her again. She's super worried that Buffy's gonna find her and kill her, because of what she did. She's her arch nemesis now. Yep. Um, and she's like, I'll do anything if you just let, if you just let me stay here. And the look he gives her could set some sheets on fire, is all I'm saying. (laughs) He's like anything and she's she like goes, oh yeah i'll have sex with you yeah. <laughs> subtle harmony <laughs> subtle yeah um and at that point i called that she was gonna help him get the chip out i thought that was gonna be his anything that she could do yeah um so harmony lights up a cigarette because she's a villain now so she's gonna yeah. smoke <laughs> yeah she's like i'm a villain spike hello <laughs> And, yeah, he's like, we're going to take out Buffy. And she's like, I try to, but it's really hard. I mean, that's true. Yeah, so um, he agrees to do the thinking if she does the killing. I still don't know why anybody thinks Spike making a plan is a good idea. We have learned nothing. <laughs> yeah, Anywho, he's, he's, he's kind of just gung, gung-ho about everything. Yeah. He we just haven't wants seen to get him really done. follow through with a plan. Exactly. As he said to Angel, I had a plan, but I got bored. Yes. Um, we have a brief Buffy and Riley in bed, and Riley's apparently got the sex drive of a stallion. Yep. And Buffy says she has the endurance of ten men, and Riley's like, uh, can we make it women? Yeah, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> so, I really understand... Now that um, Dawn's character was written for somebody who was around the age of seven. Well, especially uh, in these next couple uh, so scenes. It was originally 11, but I've, oh. appa- I've been told that apparently the later <sighs> scripts I was wrong. It was only the first script. All the later ones were written after um, Michelle Trichenberg was cast. And so oh. these are apparently written for her as a 14 year old. Kind of sympathize. Who doesn't like a toy? <laughs> yeah, she's uh, dumping out all of the cereal into different bowls to get to the prize. Yep. She wants eggs, I think it was. Or pancakes? Yeah. Eggs. Yeah. Yeah, eggs. I-, I would like some waffles, if we're being honest, but, you know, whatever. Do not bring your um, debates over here. <laughs> I'm not going to. No, no worries. Um... So Joyce goes to give her a plate of eggs and she collapses. Mm-hmm. She first doesn't know who Dawn is, which yeah. she shouldn't because Dawn's not her daughter. Um, and then passes out. Yep. And we don't really know why. Um, but 
Uh, Dawn apparently knows how to call 911 and do some things, so that's good. Yep. So, um, Joyce is taken off to the hospital. Yeah, and so Buffy and Riley get there, and she hugs Dawn and is like, are you okay? The doctor comes out. Um, he had lent Dawn his stethoscope. Yeah, she's like, so, he gave me his stethoscope. She goes, he goes, lent you my stethoscope. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she listens to his heart rate, and then she listens to Buffy's. And then she goes next to Riley, and his heart rate is ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's just It's going. real bad. Yeah. So, apparently, he had a heart rate of 150, and he is refusing medical treatment, and he wants to just leave. Yep. Doesn't want to be at the hospital. He's fine, according to him. Such a boy. <sighs> I was like, if Riley dies, I'm going to be so upset. Because even though I can't have him and Buffy as my OTP, I still wouldn't want her to lose him via death. So, you know. Why can't they be your OTP? Because something's going to go wrong eventually. Even if it I, did, that doesn't mean they can't be your OTP. I I like to be right about things, and I was already so wrong about Angel and Buffy. Well, Angel wanted his own TV show. I mean, who wouldn't at this point? (laughs) Anyway, so... Maybe if um, Riley leaves, I'll suddenly reveal there is also Riley, the TV series. I don't think that's going to happen. We have Buffy. We have Angel. (laughs) We need Spike, to be honest, but whatever. Anyway, um, we go back to Buffy's house, and... Dawn is telling Joyce that every time that she feels sick, that she has chicken fingers and it makes her feel better. Yeah, so Joyce is like, I'll make some later. Right now I just need to sit down. Well, she doesn't want to sit down. She's She doesn't like sitting and doing no, nothing. No, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't like being uh, pampered by, well, babied by her girls. Well, sometimes you need to be babied by your children. Yep, they've got the lounge all set up for her with blankets and pillows. It's all good. So, um, she's like, you don't need to be worrying about me. You need to worry about Riley. And Buffy's like, he says he's not worried. So if he's not worried, I'm not going to be worried. Spoiler alert. She's worried. Super worried. Yeah. Because it goes to Dawn, Willow, and Buffy in her room. And she's talking about, she doesn't know why Riley's being so stupid about the whole thing. Yep. He needs to get better. He needs to do as the doctors say. Yeah, and so they're basically like, we need to find out what's going on with him, and the only way we're gonna find out is to find out from the initiative that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and Buffy's like, you can't just call them, and then she thinks, wait, they're probably listening in. Yeah, probably. Um, so she goes, uh, oh, Dawn brings up a really random point that sometimes she writes lies in her diary in case someone reads it. Mm. I was like, is she admitting to a swerve here? Maybe. Maybe. We'll, sh- we'll see, I guess. So, um, she, uh, right, sorry, Buffy goes to Riley's place and picks up the phone and says he's in trouble. Yep, Riley's in trouble. She says his name. Yes, and I didn't understand it until you just said that they're probably listening in. Yep, the phone's bugged. 
I was very confused. Um, so Riley is playing basketball because when your heart rate is already 150 when you're just standing around, might as well, you know, put it through some more stress. I wrote and I just said, hi, sweaty Riley. <laughs> that works too. Um, so he walks off the court at one point and Graham is sitting you around. You remember Graham? I do. Well, he said his name. Yeah, that too. But you're always like Forrest and the other guy. Well, Forrest is dead now, so I gotta learn somebody else's name. <laughs> you so only yeah, have capacity Gra- for so many characters. That's true. Um, so Graham is there, and apparently he, the initiative pumped a bunch of crap into them, and Riley had more of that stuff in his body than everybody else, and so that means that Riley's gonna die if he doesn't get this whole thing taken care of. Yep. And Riley's so not about it. He's like, I'm not going back there. I'm not letting people poke me in needles and do things to me. I'll be fine. Yeah, well, I can understand being, like, leery of what the government's going to do to you when they already did so much crap to you. I get it. Mm. Um, and he's like, well, we got a guy that can fix this for you. And he acts like he's going to... Let them take him, and then he just beats everybody up. And runs away. Yep. Um, so apparently, we find out from uh, Graham talking to Buffy that he Riley is way stronger than he should be and is feeling no pain. Great. Mm. So um, he's basically going to die if he doesn't get this whole thing taken care of. Yeah, pretty much. And so they've lost Riley, um, and everybody, well, Buffy's like, I don't want excuses, find him kind of thing. Yeah, well, Graham is like, you need to find him and bring him to the hospital because he needs to get this taken care of. She goes, she starts to walk away, he goes, Buffy, and she goes, if you tell me to hurry, I'll kick your ass. Yep. She knows what's at stake here. She, She doesn't need any more motivation. No. Riley being in trouble is the only only motivation she really needs. Yep. So, he's AWOL. Uh, the Scoobies are meeting at the magic shop to discuss what they're going to do. Um, Xander talks about himself for a while about yeah, something. That was, that was so bizarre. I still don't get that scene. There must have well, been something going on between him and Anya. Because Anya then maybe? goes in going, oh, I know that your friend's girlfriend and she's very happy with your friend i don't think it's about anya what did you think it was about i thought it was about okay we have have we determined that you know xander is now for sure knows that nothing's ever gonna happen between him and buffy because i took it to him talking about buffy no oh i it's not him and buffy it could be him talking about Riley and Buffy, but I don't know. Because then Anya's looking <gasps> oh. at Xander the whole thing. Okay. Because when Anya started saying all this stuff, he didn't really react like you would if somebody was um, assuaging your fears about a situation. That makes sense. Okay. it was, He was talking about how Riley feels about Buffy. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Thank yep. you. Need to talk it out. anyway so she 
Um, they determine that Tara and Will are going to go to the old school that's all burnt up and stuff because he might go there. Yeah, because I've hidden him there before. Yeah, it might I'm be not homey. Sh- <laughs> right. I'm not sure where Xander and Anya were going to go. I can't remember. Sorry, I didn't take it down. No, it's fine. But Buffy's going to go look in the initiative caves because maybe he'll go back to where he came from, basically. <laughs> well, kind of. <clears throat> so, um, we have Spike and Harmony playing 20 questions. <laughs> Such great villains. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah, Buffy's like, I know someone who knows the initiative caves. Is back like the back of his melanin deprived hands. I think I think Giles says that, and then Buffy's like, he's probably sitting in his crypt doing something na- doing something nasty. Oh, that's well, right. Yeah, kinda. Um, he asks the question: Is it bigger? Is it smaller than a bread box? And she says no. He goes, so it's bigger than a bread box. And she also says no. He goes, is it a freaking bread box sodden sodden sorry got gotta say british sure but it's a it's a bread box because she's clever <laughs> but apparently okay so she starts at this point calling him spiky and i can't stand it for the rest of the episode it's gross don't do that call him by his no, name no pet names well no. his name's not even spike I mean, that's true. But don't don't get a cutesy nickname for his nickname. Just don't do it. Anyway. So, cause she used Blondie to call... Bear? Exactly. My kids should just go with that one. Anyway, so... They, uh, Buffy is knocking on the door. And Harmony goes into the... It's not a coffin. What's it called? No, um... Sarcophagus? Yes, no, sarcophagus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's found me. So Spike like, hides her. Yeah, I was like, she doesn't care a whit about you, sweetie. Anyway, so she goes in there and she basically threatens him and then bribes him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we need to find Riley kind of thing. And he's like, I don't care. And then he's like, oh, look at that pretty paper. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she slaps him when he says he's not going to do anything, and, um, he he says if it's so important to her, she'll give him half the money now. Yeah, so she rips the money in half and gives him half of it. Not exactly what he meant, but you do what you gotta do. And so she leaves, and Harmony's like, did she mention me? No. No, Harmony. She doesn't give a... About you. Exactly. So, I hate... Okay, we go to the hospital, and Grandma's talking to the doctor, and he goes, he'll be here soon. Is it gonna be soon enough? And he goes, I don't even know if yesterday would have been soon enough. Yep. I it's not hate, looking good. I hate... When I, when I ask people, like, I used to work in returns, and we would do replacements, and I would ask them, um, when do you need the replacement? And they would say, yesterday, and I'm like, Ugh. dude, that does not help me. Stop it. <laughs> be be so, realistic. 
exactly. Like, I can send it to you next day. Don't tell me yesterday. I do not have a time machine for you. Sorry about it. Anyway. Um, so, then Spike and Harmony burst in, and yep. they're basically like, you're, you, Doctor, are going to take care of this whole chip thing for me. Yeah, the Doctor is totally not qualified for this. No. So they take him to was it the old initiative place? Uh, no, it was it was the uh training area in the hospital, like the the student. Okay. Um yeah. That makes sense. Um so basically Spike doesn't care about if something bad can happen, he just needs somebody to try and fix this whole thing. Yeah, he he is beyond caring. Yeah, well, the doctor does say, if I screw this up, you could become a vegetable. And he goes, I think your survival instinct will make sure that doesn't happen. Because if you screw up, you die. It's <laughs> basically what it comes to. Um, so we go to Willow and Tara in um, Sunnydale High School. Formerly Sunnydale High School. Now it's just a giant pile of rubble. Um, and she's pretty badass. Yeah. She she needs to make some light, so she tosses this vial on the ground and explodes and gives them light. Yeah, she's been practicing, and Willow, sorry, Tara is very impressed. She's like, I taught you how to make a little Tinkerbell light. Yeah, but she's an experimenter, so she experimented and figured out how to make it more light. Mm. And apparently, flashlights are for doofuses. Turns out, Buffy's a doofus. <laughs> yeah, poor Buffy. Um, yeah, and so uh, she finds Riley, and he's just punching a wall, and he goes, I I don't feel anything. And she goes, your hand is bleeding. He goes, I still don't feel anything. Yeah. It's either he's going to keep, he's going to die, or he's going to kill something or something. I don't remember exactly. Um... I thought that the whole... So I was right. The whole thing about how Riley doesn't think that Buffy actually loves him came out in this whole scene. It did. Yeah, and he goes, if they turn me back into a normal civilian, you're not going to want to be with me anymore because you already don't want to be with me. Mm. Don't talk like that, Riley. Yeah, so she goes... You think I'm dating you because you're some kind of superhero? If I wanted to date somebody like that, I'd be dating Spike. Yeah, what a random line. I was like, what? Uh-huh. Well, it comes into play a little bit. Um, so basically, she's like, I'm insulted that you feel that I don't love you. But... Um, even if you don't want to be with me after you have this whole thing taken care of, I'm still taking you to get this taken care of because I care about you. Yep. (laughs) Um, so they go to, sorry, loving the Slayer. Oh, he says, um, loving you is the scariest thing I've ever done. And she goes, I don't understand why. No. Um, yeah, he's like, you're untouchable, and she's like, you're, and gets him, is like, you're touching me, like, I'm here, kind of thing. Right. So, we have briefly 
Harmony, uh, Spike, and a doctor talking about the fact that Spike can, in fact, pick flowers. <laughs> because apparently uh, hurting living things doesn't, you know, include plants. Uh, I love Harmony. She's like, he can't even pick flowers. And Spike's like, yes, I can. I was like, Just, why is it so important to you that he know that you can pick flowers? Do you pick flowers? That seems like a non-Spike thing to do. That's the point. Not the point. <laughs> anyway, so uh, back to the hospital or wherever they were. Um, Riley and Buffy come in. They find Graham and some other dudes knocked out. Graham thinks that Riley's holding up 17 fingers, which is not good. He's <laughs> no, no. He was talking about hostile 17. That's Spike's oh, number from the initiative. Okay, that makes more sense then. Um... So, Riley starts having pains in his chest. I was like, he might not make it regardless if they're able to get the doctor back or not. Yeah, time is ticking. Yep. And he goes to apologize to Graham, and Graham's like, apologize later if you're not dead. Good call. All right. Yep. Um, Spike at Harmony, Spike getting the, um, sur- quote-unquote, getting the surgery. Yeah. And Harmony uh, is, like, smoking in the room, and the doctor's like, you can't smoke in here. She goes, says who? And he points to the sign. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see the sign. Yeah, and so he's basically like, I got the chip out, and so you're good to go. <laughs> <sighs> but Spike needs a snack beforehand. Yeah, he feels better, he wants blood, and he's about it. Um, I was surprised that they didn't even have to shave Spike's head, apparently just the part where they were... You know, getting the chip out of his head. Yeah. Um, he just has a big patch over it. Yep. So after he stitches him up and puts some gauze over it, Riley and Buffy turn up, and it's a standoff to end all standoffs. Harmony accidentally shoots the crossbow arrow into Riley's leg. He doesn't feel it. Nope. Um, so they're fighting and fighting... Um, Riley versus Harmony, and then Spike versus Buffy. And Spike gets the upper hand on Buffy and goes to bite her. And then his head starts hurting. Uh-oh. Turns out the doctor faked it and just had a penny. Yep. Yep, Spike is still a harmless puppy. A penny for your thoughts? <laughs> So, what did you think? So, you what were you thinking was going to happen before it's revealed that Spike still has the chip? I was scared that Buffy was going to die. Really? Yes. I don't know about this show anymore, dude. <laughs> Can't trust anything. Well, she's been brought back to life before, so... Yeah. Oh, just quickly. So, Spike, mm-hmm. when he, Buffy bursts in, he's like, Slayer! And I'm like, Potter! <laughs> that's pretty good that's that's a good call I like it Yeah. so um, Riley passes out and Spike and Harmony take the chance to run because you know no point now Spike still can't fight yep The and Buffy's like doctor you need to do something because he's unconscious and I can't wake him up and then it's just after the surgery, and he's sitting there with just some gauze on his chest, and it's like, it's all good. 
Buffy's still okay. touchable. Yeah. It's just, it seemed very anticlimactic for him yeah. to come through surgery just fine and her to still be there and the whole thing. Um, she's like, well, I'm going to go check on my mom because I'm a good daughter and that's what I'm going to do. And then it's Graham and Riley walking down a hallway. Riley looks worse for wear, but he had some stuff going on. And basically, Graham's like, you don't belong here. You had a mission. You had a mission, and now your mission's over. And he goes, but Buffy's here. He goes, yeah, Buffy's here, but aside from that, what else is holding you here? Maybe we'll find out. If anything. Um, And then there is a scene where Buffy walks into Spike's crypt and she goes, I'm going to kill you now. And he goes, yes, put me out of my misery where I don't have to see you. You you just kind of skipped. She walks in and he's like, oh, you finally turned up. And she's like, I've been cleaning up your mess. And he's like, I only borrowed the dock. I didn't do anything. And then, yeah, she's like, you've outworn your welcome or whatever and pulls out the stake. And he's like, just do it. Put it out of my misery. Put me out of my misery. I was like, oh, you're super dramatic, Spike. Way to go. Um, And so they have a standoff where she goes to stake him and doesn't. And then... comes off? Yeah. He's like, I'll make it easy for you. (laughs) Um, And then um, he kisses her. And she kisses him back. She well, pulls, she away. pulls away. in shock. Well, yeah. yes. She does kiss back for a second and then pulls away. And just looks at him for a bit. And then starts kissing him again. And says, I want you. Yeah, and apparently he says over and over again that he's in love with her. Yeah, I love you, Buffy. I love you so much. And then he wakes up. <laughs> And beside Harmony, he looks horror-struck, and his line is, Oh, God, no. Please, no. Yeah, so Spike's in love with the Slayer. Great. (laughs) You're like, yay. I mean, I don't know. I, I like them individually. I don't know if I'd ever like them as a couple. They got some issues. You don't think that's a functional relationship coming up? <laughs> no. What? I don't know. Maybe maybe Buffy can make him a good vampire and turn him into angel. He can Oh, brood. well, maybe if he well, maybe if he gets a soul like I've been saying for a couple of seasons, maybe that'll happen. Who knows? He can he can just brood. Do you really yeah. want another angel? Um well, I don't know. We don't know how Spike would act if he had a soul. You don't think he'll just be broody and frowny like Angel? Um, no, I don't. Huh, okay. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, would you like some international titles? I would love some international titles. We have a lot, actually, for this one. So, we have Greetings from the Initiative... Out of control. When Spike gets mixed up in it, <laughs> that's a really long one. Losing the reason, and out of control. Okay, that is a lot. 
pretty good though. Yeah, they're when Spike good. gets mixed up in it, <laughs> how do they come up with that one? I can't even try to say it in the language. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So that okay. was the French. Uh huh. The Germans were greetings from the initiative. Portuguese and Spanish in Spain were both out of control, and Latin American Spanish was losing the reason. Okay. Makes sense. So, what did you rate this episode? This episode was really good, um, but I can't in good conscience give it a 10, so it's getting a 9. Very nice. I gave it an 8.5. Okie dokie. What was your favorite moment? (laughs) Do you even have to ask? Yes, because our fans need to hear you say it. It's the final scene between Buffy and Spike that turns out to be Spike's dream. Yep. Total agreement. It's just like, what the hell? Exactly. I w- that's I was I was shook. I was at my friend's house watching it, um, and I just sat there with my mouth gaping open and he was like, Are you okay? And I was like, No, Buffy and Spike and He was just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, it's right here in front of you. Don't you see? (laughs) I just love it because Spike is so traumatized when he wakes up. He's like, oh. (laughs) Well, he's going to have to deal with his feelings. He's going to be all in his feelings. That's what I'm. You mean he's wet dreams? No. And your character shout out. (laughs) My character shout out is going to go to Riley because he had some crap going on here. Damn, he's stealing my character shout-out. My bad. God, you're so inconsiderate. Yeah, well. So I also I also won't kill you because I need a place to stay when I come to Australia. <laughs> you might kill me while you're in Australia. Uh, it'd probably be easier that way. <laughs> so, the next episode? No place like home. Um, there's going to be some kind of haunted house. And a family is going to be um, terrorized and, you know, locked in their own house. And Buffy's going to have to figure out what's going on there. Family locked in their own house. Okay. Any last comments before we change the tone? Um, no. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a tone change then. And the tone has changed. Yep, this is a, uh, a an episode of Angel. <laughs> Something. An episode of Angel. Very specific. Yes, well, it's it's a strange one. Mm. St- strange one for sure. So, we start out with, of course, we're at Wolf from a Heart because, you know, that's what we do. Yep. Um, so, Lila is going into, I guess, Lindsay's office? Yeah, it's Lindsay's. Okay. I'm going through his files to see what he's up to. And Darla comes up and... 
Lila's like, I didn't see you. And I was like, if Darla doesn't want to be seen, she's not going to be. Yeah, she she is ninja. Yeah. <laughs> and she... Yeah, so... I was going to say, Darla understands yeah. snooping. Yeah, apparently she's been drugging Angel. Yeah, but what I was more going to say is her little monologue about knowing all their secrets and that that she gives to Lila. Okay, well... Yeah, and then she has this powder that she's apparently been giving to Angel. So she gives him suggestions while he's asleep because she gives him this drug and then it makes the dreams the same thing. I don't yeah. know. It's a whole thing. We're pretty close to how it works. Yeah. She does say, yeah, there, she goes, there's nothing as lovely as dreams. There's everything in them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Then we quickly go to AI, and, well, Angel's waking up from a dream. And he can hear Cordelia and Wesley fighting about, uh, they were fighting about paying gun, but it turned into them just Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, she, he says something about her never having opened a book. And she goes, I graduated top 5 or 10% of my class. And he goes, what class was that? Um, advanced bosoms. <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor Cordy. Ouch. That's not cool. Not cool at all. So Angel's being kind of mean to the both of them. And Cordelia's like, you can't take that tone with me. I'm right. Gun should be paid because he's helping us out. Yep. He And he's like, I'll talk to him about and- it. Well, yeah, after she goes, he says something about that she'll be gone. He, she goes, you can't fire me. I'm Vision Girl. And then sticks her tongue out yeah. at him. <laughs> it was kind of cute, the smile that Angel got on his face to Cordy's sass. Yep. But he has, he's like, yeah, I'll discuss it with him and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, um, and Wesley's concerned about Angel. He's like, oh, you're sleeping a lot but not rested? Yeah. Okay. There's some things going on, Wesley. If only you knew. Before they can pry. Yeah, Cordelia has a vision of a girl being chased down an alleyway. And Cordy says he's going to be too late. Yep, but as um, we find the girl running down the alleyway, she trips. These two guys are basically going to rape her. And then she... Move, uh, telekinetically moves the dumpster to smush them against the wall. Yeah, violent. Yes, very violent. Um, so, uh, sorry, nice job, girl. Did you do? So, um, um we have Angel a- turn up to the crime scene. Yes. Yes, he, co- he comes in and takes charge, even though he has no business yep, being there. Yep, steals a coffee. The- yep. That apparently tastes terrible. Um, the young cop tries to make a joke about Mr. Bill. It doesn't really go over very well. But he basically tells Angel that um, these guys got smushed and they don't really know how. Angel asks if there was a girl around. He says no. So he goes off to look for himself and the actual detective comes up. <laughs> right behind him just as he like vanishes. Does his angel vanishing trick. Yep, and the gun cop's like, um, all right then. Poor thing. So, yeah, so 
he goes and finds a door that has been pried open, walks in, the girl is there, and he's basically like, I'm not gonna hurt you, but I need to ask you some questions, and she goes, I didn't do anything, he goes, were, were you in the alley earlier? And she goes, no, I mean, what alley? <laughs> not great so, at the line game. Yeah, so... He's basically like, I just, I just need to talk to you. And she gets scared and sends a metal rod through his a body. Buddy. Construction rod. Yes. Yep. Okay. Didn't know what that was. Um, it's on the opposite side of his body from where it could do real it's damage. It's metal. She. Yeah, I know, but in, I was yeah. just saying in general. Um, but. Uh, so she thought she killed him, so she goes to leave, and he goes, I don't run away, I need to talk to you, and she's weirded out that he's alive, um, and he goes, she says, who are you? He says, my name is Angel, and she goes, oh, great, I stabbed an angel, now I'm never getting into yeah, heaven. Whole thing. And, yeah, he goes, it's just a name, and he does, a, like, approach her as if she's a scared animal, which is a good call, because she kind of <laughs> is. Um, but she doesn't want to go with Angel to AI. She has a friend that she's staying with that she'll be safe yep, with. Yep, but she eventually takes the card from him. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see if that comes to anything. I love um, that he's like, you can't hurt me and all this stuff and takes the rebar out. And then after she leaves, he just collapses and goes, maybe she can hurt me. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how he can heal if he's technically dead. They don't. The dead don't reproduce cells, but that's fine. Um, and so... What was Bethany. her name again? Bethany. Bethany goes back to the apartments that she's staying at, and she's rooming with Lila. Dun, dun, dun. Because of course she is. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, she is folding laundry because it relaxes her. I get that. I like to... I don't like doing the laundry, but when it comes to folding, I like doing it. It is relaxing. So I get it. Um, she tells... Uh, apparently they met at Bethany's school. Yeah, Lila used to go to Bethany's school, and she came to give an inspirational talk okay. about, you know, making some of yourself when you leave school. Gotcha. Um, and she goes, you're special, Bethany, and not in the old retarded sense of the word. And I was like, oh, did you have to? Did you have to go there? Hate it. Um, and I just realized I'm always going to remember how to say her name now because she lies all the yep. time. Lila. So she's Lila. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, so we go to AI, Cordy and Wes are there, and Cordy is patching up Angel, and she goes, stop moving. He says, I'm not moving. Stop breathing. She goes, stop breathing. He's so clearly breathing, by the way. Yeah. He goes, I don't breathe. And she goes, well, stop flexing your boob, your boob stop muscles. Stop flexing your manly boob muscles. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Wesley and him are discussing the, the you know, psychic... And he goes, she was probably really scared. He goes, Angel goes, yeah, that's why I did what mm. I did. <laughs> yep. Um, they mention Ohio 
because she could be a runaway from there. Mm-hmm. Not the Ooh. first mention. We Shout had Akron shouted out. I know. Season. It's very exciting when it's very exciting when that happens. My my country um, doesn't even get shouted out, much less a city I'm near. Oh, sad. Anyway, so they uh, Cordelia refers to her as just a girl that could kill your ass by blinking, <laughs> which is good. Good call. And so Angel asks Wesley how much he knows about telekinesis, and he goes, moving things with your mind, and he goes, that's all I know. <laughs> yep, he's, he's better at demons. He's, yeah, it's time to do some research. You're going to have to figure Broad this out, his horizons. Exactly. Um, so, at that point, Gun comes in with a badass axe that his friends made him. Yeah. He's ready to do some slayage. But that's not what um, Angel has planned for him. No, he needs him to do basically some reconnaissance yep. and figure out what's going on. And Angel's going to bed. Um, He's tired after being awake yep. for three hours. I sympathize I at mean, the moment. I feel him. Yeah, I mean, I'm sick, so I've got that going for me. We don't know what's wrong with you, though. Yep, yep. You poor thing. Well, by the time anyway. this comes out, hopefully I have my blood test back, and I do know. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. Anyway, so um, he goes to leave, and he says something about workers' comp, and it, Cordelia's like, that proves that he needs to be paid. He wants workers' comp. The man can't even afford an axe. <laughs> um, we have Angel laying in bed with the bloody... Uh, you know, gauze on his chest, and I was like, he can't bleed. I don't get the whole thing. Well, I'm still going to be stuck on how vampire him. bodies yeah, work. It's, it's one of those, yes, but it doesn't. I flow. think it's one of those don't question it <sighs> things. But I'm always going I, to. I you know. know me. I do too. Still, I still go. Uh huh. Still don't understand how you know the whole having sex things work works. You know. Anyway, it's fine. Um, so, uh, we have a quick shot of Bethany sleeping and is having a nightmare about her dad, and she's moving the lamp as in her sleep. Uh, and then she takes Lila out with the lamp. Yeah, she smashes her in the face. And she wakes up, and then, of course, uh, runs away. Meanwhile, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, um, <sighs> more Darla Angel dreams. Mexican. Uh, yep, they're being sexy in front of the fireplace. Um, and we back out to her laying beside him in bed, whispering about the time that they killed the Romanian girl. Romanian, because that turned out well. She's oh, not Romanian. Man. She's Ro- she's a gypsy. Yeah, Romani. Yeah, Romania sorry. is a country. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm sick. Yep. That's okay, my excuse. you're excused. Um, thank you. But so she's you know putting all these suggestions in his head about how they drank her blood and then it, they were being all sexy or whatever. So I hate it. Um. So, uh, then we have Angel being up, you know, 
at the crack of midday. And Cordelia says she slept for all of, like, 45 minutes after doing all this research. And Wesley has done some research as well and determines that it's based on emotions when someone can move things with their mind. So she was probably traumatized. Yep. And who should walk in? But Bethany. Yep. Um, so she goes, while I'm here, and he goes, this is Wes and Cordelia, they also work here, and she goes, so this is a family thing. I was like, ah, nice. Yeah, exactly. Angel's like, no friends. And Cordy's like, Angel helps people, and Bethany says, so what's wrong with you? And Wesley just walks by and goes, where to start? <laughs> yeah, Wesley's under the impression that Cordelia has lots of problems that need solved. <laughs> so, um, uh, there's something quickly about, oh, Lila is talking to some higher Holland, at you the met him. law firm. Dang it. I could get away with it. Holland. And he's basically like, I don't know if you could handle this because Lindsay does all these things right and you're screwing up with letting Bethany well, get away. It was more he they were concerned that Bethany would screw up ain't what they're doing with Dala and Angel. What's the concern? Uh-huh. So Dala is Lindsay's project, Bethany is Lightless. Gotcha. Okay. Um they were eventually going to use Bethany to take out Angel, yeah. though. Turns out. Oh, no, anyway, no, 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 so... they weren't. Sorry. They're, okay. They want to use her as a weapon in general. Her telekinesis to set on okay. people. Angel, they've got Dala working on him and what they want with him. That's the point okay. of Dala. Bethany wasn't meant to have anything to do with Angel. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but Bethany calls Lila and basically tells her where she is. Well, I think she's... Che- I'm assuming. I think she just checks in with her. Because she... And said, I don't think she... Well, yeah. I assume that she... Her, <laughs> I, I assume that she told her where she is because uh, Lila looks super mad as she's talking to Bethany. Uh, no, I think how it came out is because Dala, later on, that's how it all came out where Bethany was. Well, why did Lila look so mad? Because she's meant to keep Bethany with her anyway. Okay. I'm pretty sure they didn't tell where she was. Because it wasn't until after Bethany goes into Angel's room and Dala sees her that Holland's like, Oi, you're, mess- you're really messing this shit up. Okay. Anyway, um, we're under the, uh, we get told that Bethany does not want to control her abilities. She wants them gone. Mm -hmm. She hates them. Uh, Cordelia is getting all the vibes off of Bethany and she doesn't like her. Yeah. And it's been going on for a while in that courtyard between Angel and Bethany, with Angel trying to convince her to... Yeah learn to control her power. Yeah, and he asked if she's ever used it to get the remote, and she goes, it's not a parlor trick, it's it's serious. I would use it for the remote. Same. Um, 
so Wesley comes out there. He's basically like, you should just let her go. She obviously doesn't want to be here. We obviously can't help her. There are people that actually need our help. Mm. And he says something about her dad. Maybe we should just send you back to your father. And she tosses him and tosses Into the sun. Yes. And he has to crawl out of there real quick. Um, so Wesley hit the nail on the head that, um, she has <sighs> daddy <clears throat> I don't even call it that. She was abused. And that's the thing he, when he's oh, yeah. inside talking to Cordelia, he's like, emotions like that, they look like abuse. Uh, would have happened as she was a child. Statistically speaking, the most likely abuser is her father. So that's how he worked it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he had the right idea, but basically Angel fires him from this case. I don't think it's so much firing from the case, sending him home so he's not there. But I love, um, Cordy's like, you can't fire Wesley, you have to fire me too. He's very much willing to put her job on the line this episode. Yeah, she is. She knows what she's doing. Um, so... Uh, Bethany's going to be staying there, so she's upstairs? Uh, yep. Or, I, sa- I said she's allowed to feel bad and angry about what has happened to her. I think she was upstairs and Angel went up yeah, there and was talking to her she found, for a like, while. the most, uh, dilapidated room of the house. And they have a bit of a Dean and Dan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they have a little talk about how he's old-fashioned, or he sounds like an old guy. Because she hates people, and he's saying that not all people are bad. Um, then he's gonna go to bed. Then she should too. Yep. And so, a vampire can suck another vampire's blood. Well, yeah. Well, I s- presume so. Like we know they l- can taste it. Uh, we saw okay. Drew lick Spike's blood back in season two. Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't sure if that if that does anything. I uh, don't think it really does much, other than well, taste of blood probably stimulates them in some way. Okay. I was kind of concerned whether or not uh, Bethany was going to discover Darla. Mm. Um, but she comes into Angel's room, and she goes, I heard voices, so I thought you were awake, so I was going to come in here and talk yeah, to you. Yeah, and Angel's like, oh no, I was having a bad dream. And she, apparently she can see. And she's like, oh, that must be just a rumple in the sheets. <laughs> so she tries to hook up with him. Yep, she's been selling her body. Yep. Uh, she says that she can make him happy. He says, you won't like me when I'm happy. Um, and she goes, well, I can make you feel good. And he goes, so you want to make love, but you don't want to be touched. And she goes... What are you, from the 18th century? I was like, well, technically. Yep. Yeah, and she, so she's been selling herself and doesn't really seem to realize how terrible that is for mm. her. Yeah, she talks about how when they start having sex, she just leaves. And when they're done, she comes back and cleans up the mess they've left. But yeah, she just blanks out. Yeah. So basically, he's like, I'm not going to hook up with you. It's not what I do. It's not what this is about. And then as she's going to go back to her bedroom, she says, who's Darla? 
That is the million-dollar question, is Who is Darla? Apart from being the woman standing in Angel's on suite, I was about to call him Spike, and I'm like, no, wrong vampire. (laughs) Yeah, I want to know what she thought about that whole exchange between Bethany and Angel. So this is when Holland comes in, and he talks to Lila, and he's like, Angel's being kept awake by Bethany. I want you to do something about her. You've sort of effed up and everything because I'd say Darla's gone back and gone, ah, so (laughs) this chick. So this happened. She would have said like that. She would have said this chick in her airy voice. I hate it. I love her voice. I hate it. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Lila gets reprimanded and Lindsay is the golden child once again. Um, and so we have Angel and Bethany working on her using her telekinesis as being a controlled thing, and she's able to pick a scarf up off the ground and put it on Angel, and he looks great Yeah, Cordy is very much admiring it, and thought he was going to yep. wear it out with gun. <laughs> yeah, um, so... Him and Gun go to this apartment. Angel can't go in there because the guy's technically still alive. Like, he's in critical care at the hospital. Yep, so they've got a good system, though. Angel breaks, Gun enters. Sounds good to me. So they can only be charged as one or the other. Um, but eventually Angel is able to fall into the apartment because the guy's dead he's now. He's leaning on the invisible force field. I love that he's just so casual and there's just poof. Guess, guess yeah, he's not the critical Yeah. So, Angel broaches the subject about paying Gun. Gun goes, are you offering to pay me for helping you? He says, yes. He goes, okay. Yep. That worked out. That worked out well. Yeah, he seems more interested in the ugly decor of the place than his pay. Yeah. Um, the plot thickens because... Uh, Angel picks up the phone and dials a number that's there. Yeah, re-di- well, redials the last I number, remember. I think it was. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um, and it's Wolfram and Hart. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, because it was the one of the guys that had been a- going to attack Bethany. Yeah, yeah so <clears throat> we have... Uh, Bethany and Cordelia going out shopping. Yeah, girl evening. They get cu- girl time. Um, and basically, Cordelia gets to the point and she's like, "Don't bone my boss because that yep. would be bad. That's not what nope. he's about. No boning. Yeah. So, yep. And um, she uh, says, "You need to learn to control your powers because all you're doing is hurting people. Not that the guys that." tried to attack you didn't deserve to be hurt and she goes you don't know how i felt she goes actually i did i had the vision so i felt everything that you felt and i feel terrible for you but that's not a reason to kill people she's like at some point you made the decision to kill them when you could have just thrown them away or something yeah um they start walking again after they, they sat down while they were having that conversation and so 
Bethany goes, so are you an angel? She goes, no, I like my men less broody and more spendy. <laughs> she needs a David in her life. Oh, yes. And then um, she, uh, Bethany almost gets kidnapped a couple of yeah. times and then actually gets yep, kidnapped. Like syringe guy, kidnappers one, kidnappers two. Cordy tries to chase them. Yep. And very conveniently, sh- Wes and Angel are coming down there. Gun. Oh, sorry, gun. Sorry, not Wesley. Gun, gun and yeah, Angel. Gun and Angel, sorry. <laughs> as they've just left the apartment of the other guy, I'm guessing. Yeah, I was like, that's super convenient they're coming there, uh, there at that exact moment. No big deal. She goes, Tan Van, fetch! Okay. Puppy Vamp to the rescue. Well, he has been called the puppy um, before. So, I have called him a puppy. That so is true. the series. Um... Yes, yes, I'm aware. Um, so they are driving down the street, and uh, Angel's like, "Steer the car. I'm gonna jump out of here and get onto that van. That van. Go, Angel. Go." <sighs> yeah. So he gets in there and fights the the two dudes in there and tosses them out. Gun does not run them over. He's very considerate. He does swerve out of the way of Angel's yeah, car. Didn't think that would happen. Well, yes, I think it has more to do with the car than the actual human beings that he could have killed, but, you know, whatever. Um, so he basically tells her that Lila's the worst and that she's been manipulating her, and they go back to AI. Yeah. Yeah? Yes, they do. Um, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you had something else to say. No, Bethany's drugged and kidnapped. Angel manages to save her, and, uh... Takes her back to AI, where she refuses to believe that Lila is a bad guy. Yes, well, she is, so she should get on that train. And she basically, like, I don't have to listen to you, and she starts to get really upset. Uh, her telekinesis goes astray, and she slams the doors. Um, and he goes, "Are you going to kill us? Are you going to die? Because if you do, they mm. win." And a quick thing at Wolfram and Hart, and they're like, we've got to wrap this up now. Yep, and she basically, because Lila's real upset that they screwed up and let her get away, and she goes, uh, something about blowing yeah. it up. Yeah. So, um, the door opens at, at AI, and... Bethany's dad is there. Ew. Yep. That is, he keeps calling her rabbit, mm. which is creepy. And be like, let's go home. Um, she blows all the windows out. Things will, that's pretty cool, that scene. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he says that they'll go home and things will be as they were before. I'm like, I don't think that's what she wants. Mm. Um, she does blow out all the windows. And then she lifts him up and starts choking him with her mind and Angel says you've got the power, use it finish it. Yes, so he gets tossed out a window yeah, and he falls for a really long time, but before he can hit the ground Bethany stops him from falling and lays him down not not gently, but more gently than he should have been (laughs) yep she, yeah. And she's let go now. She's confronted him. 
Yeah. She was able to keep her powers in check. And, um... Rolled them. She... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she goes back to Lila's and is packing, and she goes, My friends don't hire men to rape or kidnap me. And, uh, Lila's like, You have powers, and I was just trying to make you stronger. And she's like, Well, you did. Yep. Strong enough to leave. She... Yeah, so Angel's outside, Lila's apartment, she goes, I'm not inviting yeah. you in. she's like, you are still not invited. You can just sit there and wait. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're both standing, uh, Angel and Bethany are standing next to each other, and Lila goes, he's a vampire, you know? And she just looks at him and goes, weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good response. Yep. So they go away, and he's like, you're going to have to find another way to uh, get well, to Well, no, 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 he doesn't say that. He says, you're going to have to find somebody else's mind to mess with. Yep, well, <laughs> they have got one lined up. Surprise, surprise, Darla's already messing with your mind. Yep, don't even realize. Yep. So, that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? It was all right. Just finding our international titles. Untouchable and out of control. Lame. (laughs) Yeah, the angel ones aren't that great. Mostly because there's not many. We've realised that. Would would you like to rate this episode? Um, well, we had some moving forward with the plot, because now we know that Darla's drugging him. Um, I guess I'll give it a uh, seven and a half. Same as what I gave it. Okay. Did you have a favorite moment? Um, I do like the confrontation between um, Bethany and her dad, where she throws him out the window. Why do you keep stealing my things? Because we have the same money. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And a character (laughs) shout out. It's going to go to Bethany. She had a lot going on and she had to face her abuser, basically. Mine is going to Wesley. For figuring it out. Yeah. And being able to step back when he knew that it was bad that he still be there. He was... He's he's part of the team. He knows what to do. Um, So the next episode is called Dear Boy. D E A R, oh not D E E R. Not the animal. Yeah. Um. Well, I think we're finally gonna come to a head with this whole Darla Angel thing already. And I think we're Angel's finally going to come, uh, not come to the realization, but something's gonna be revealed. To, that leads him to knowing that Darla is in fact back and that she's been screwing with him in his sleep, quite literally. Angel will discover it's Darla true. is back and screwing with him. Yep. Cute. Very nice. Are there a- is there any other comments you want to make or anything before we wrap this show up? No, I just want to apologize to everybody that I sound horrible and I've been sniffling because I'm sick. 
So please forgive she's, me. I'll, she's I'll be such fine. a trooper. Jiffy. Coming on here, getting through it all. It's been a rough couple of days. Well, let's wrap this up. If people want to contact us, we have a website, mmpodcastnetwork.com. Our Gmail, where you can send us lots and lots of fair mail, mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Facebook, we're mmpodcastnetwork. On the Twitter, mmpnetwork. And if you want to tweet me personally, I'm at Mel Bickett. Marissa, how about you? The people can tweet me at RissaRoo312. Uh, I would like them to rate and review us on iTunes. That way more people can get to us. And Farzan, remember to send us a screenshot of your UK review when you get the chance. And until next time, we will slay you later, guys.